Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash realchronicles. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by realtalking.com. I am your host, David, and I am joined with today... It's just Lewis today. Guys, is at Comic-Con covering the big event for Real Talk. He's having a blasty blast out there. And Jen is at home watching Gossip Girl. (laughs) I I think um, now that I got her into it, she doesn't want to stop. She actually told me, because I'm rewatching with her, so Uh we can, like, discuss and shit. She actually told me that I need to stop. I'm, like, on... We're like on season three already, but I'm wow. like five episodes ahead of her, and she's making me stop because she doesn't want to. She doesn't want me to be ahead of her, even though you've seen it already. She she loves it. I remember when she first started watching, and I was like, "You're gonna love Chuck Bass." After the first episode, she was like, "He's so rapey." He's so rapey. He was rapey. No, though. he was rapey. He was definitely. But rapey. then, like after that, he picked up, and like yeah. she's like, she loves him now. Oh, Chuck! But that'll that'll be for our Gossip Girl. 10-year anniversary coming up in September. Wow, okay. already 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. Wow. So that's another reason we're, we're re-watching it. Guys, is re-watching too. If you've watched it, so if you don't yeah. need to, if you, don't, if you I, remember I know, everything. I know, I know the You know the gist of points. it. So we're going to have a little episode dedicated. Awesome. We're going to open it up with a, with a theme song for that week. Wasn't the theme song just, hey. Serena. Yeah. Like, you know you Oh, love... the Whisperer. Yeah, yeah, the Whisperer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I was just, I was just thinking like Chris, Chris, uh, Kristen. What's her other last name? One this is what we need, Jen. This is what we, to you name know? drop. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But um, this week is going to be pretty simple. We are going to cover some of the news and notes that we've reported so far out of San Diego. Also, on top of that, we're going to talk about Dunkirk and War for the Planet of the Apes. Which Lewis saw War of the Planet of the Apes. And I saw Dunkirk, and I just want to talk a little bit about it. Yes, the magic that you said it was. It's so good. Um, but before we get started, uh, sad news in Hollywood last week. We Very lost sad. two legends on the same day, which is crazy. Stanley, watch out, please. Yeah, I know. That's, that's everybody's fear right there. Seriously. So we lost Martin Landau. Most people know Martin Landau. Most younger people know Martin Landau from Entourage. You remember him on Entourage? Not at the top of my head. I'm he was uh, Bob. Yeah, the, no. the one that uh, sold sold uh, had the Ramon script in season three when he he was at his house. So like, okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So he was <clears throat> he was in Entourage. A lot, some other people remember him for his take as Bela Lugosi and Ed Wood. So, but not a lot of people would know a lot of his work. So pretty much. The mo- our modern listeners will probably know him from Entourage and Ed Wood. Now, someone that they'll know a little bit more yep. will be George Romero, who passed away on Sunday as well. George Romero is best known yeah. for legend right there for perfecting the the zombie genre. He is responsible for Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Land that, of the Dead. Was that the first zombie movie we got? I think it was one before. Okay, but he's the one that he definitely, yeah, he definitely was a was it calling the. Uh, grandfather of zombies. Yep. Um, go. I know that he actually hates The Walking Dead. Oh, he does. Yes. Oh, wow. Because he thinks he's. Let me. I'm gonna look up the article in the meantime. But he was talking about how he doesn't like the fact that the zombies run on The Walking Dead. Okay. Because he doesn't feel like zombies should run. I don't know how you feel about uh, that. I mean, I'm not a fan of The Walking Dead. I think the show is extremely overrated. But, I, I unfortunately have stopped watching it, and I still have to. Why unfortunate? That's a good thing. I actually, no, because I still like the show. It just it fell off, like you said. But I will finish the current season because I know the new one's starting soon. So I would try to finish that. And uh, it it was kind of weird though because in the beginning of The Walking Dead, they weren't they were literally just like straggling along because it had a different showrunner. Yeah, and then, fr- and then as the show got, they're supposed to be worse and decaying, but they're still out there running and stuff. So it's it's a little weird. I can see his point on that. Did you have you seen his movies or yeah, the I've remakes? Seen his movies. I mean, I it's Zack Snyder's only good movie is the remake of Dawn of the Dead. That was a good movie. I was actually surprised. I mean, I saw it and I didn't even know who he was because I saw it years ago. Yeah, but um, that was a good movie. Actually, th- my favorite film of of Romero is Dawn of the Dead. I just like the the mall aspect of it. 
Like they yeah. just stuck in the mall, and then they have they pretty much are like dead man walking. Yeah, it was a pretty unique premise. But uh, Zack Snyder's has been in the news a little bit in his Comic Con also. Him and uh, Affleck are not beginning along, apparently. I didn't hear that. Yeah, and they said that uh, after Justice League, Affleck might not come back as Batman. Because of Snyder? Or I would imagine. I wouldn't want to work with Snyder either, yeah. so I don't blame him. But, I mean, I don't... I think that at this point you're going to have... Affleck is going to get what he wants. Yeah. But I think after Justice League, Snyder is, is gone. Yeah. He said... um. And I brought up the quote about The Walking Dead. He said, that's what I don't particularly like. Even though I like Frank Darabont, this is when the show was created. I don't know what the hell happened there. Something political, no doubt. When they canned him after the first season, the show fell apart. Oh, man. And that's what I feel. I think the show has just progressively gotten worse. And now um, this just broke a little bit before, Uh probably like an hour or two ago. Not only was the trailer for season eight. Uh, debuted, uh-huh, but also that. that the comic is coming to an end. Oh, it is. Yeah, I did not hear. So yeah, so the comic is coming to an end, and does that mean? Well, I kind of. Well, you read it. I don't. I I, I haven't read know. it in a, in, in a like a year now. But uh, I remember um, Kirkman. That's the name. The Robert Kirkman. Yes. Um, he. I remember he stated that he didn't want to ever stop doing the comic, so it's pretty surprising that it's coming to an end this quickly. I thought the, it was going to definitely outlast the show. Um, and I kind of predicted this kind of downturn for the show, too, for like a while now since I do read the comics. I knew that once we were going to get that certain death when they introduced Negan, yes. it was just going to go downhill from there because that's where the the peak is. And then it just dropped. Yeah, he, uh, really what he that. stated, what Kirkman said is, I think about a two or three years ago, I had a pretty good idea for a definitive ending. I have known since then and have been working towards that, so I know exactly where I'm going and what's going to happen when I get there. Oh, so he lied. <laughs> when don't they <laughs> he lie? Said I, he said, I don't ever want to finish, uh, stop doing the Walking Dead comics. So, I mean, I think with, in terms of the show, as long as the show continues to make money, it's not going to stop. I, I, give, I, I give it two more seasons. I hope so, because this I think is, it's extremely it overrated. Seasons, not just like half the half they do. Like I, two full seasons. Like, I saw that episode because everyone was talking about Negan, uh-huh. and it was great. It was a fantastic episode. And even the first se- the first one of the first season yeah. of the seventh season or whatever was good. And then yep. it just completely... It, it, remind, it reminded me of why I stopped watching it in the first place. They started rearing off a lot from the comics that season, too. Or the last season, they started introducing a lot of people that were not in the comics. So, I, I'm pretty sure that threw off a lot of uh, a couple of people. But uh, yeah, it's not looking good for the show, in my opinion. I'm with you. I mean, and when you have shows like Better Call Saul, which is much better, and doesn't get the ratings that The Walking Dead, it's disappointing. I you know when things that are subpar are outdrawing things that are much much better. Yeah, exactly. And then other news coming out from Comic-Con. Well, before we get to that, we yeah. have one more death. Uh, we have uh, Chester Barrington of Linkin Park, unfortunately. Yes. I know died. this is a movie website and a movie podcast, yeah, but, he's, but he's you got to throw, you go throw some love. Because, he's been in a lot of movies, I mean, for soundtracks. Us, and not even for any 20 to 30-year-olds, Linkin Park is what we grew up yeah. in throughout high school. I know Meteora and Hybrid Theory were two They're of my favorite albums. albums. Absolutely. I mean... Their music has changed a lot over the last few years, yeah. but you can't take away the their legacy. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely will be missed. Yeah, unfortunate loss, but you know, it's life sometimes. Yeah, I know. The I think he also uh died the day Chris Cornell's birthday. Chris Cornell's birthday, yeah. And I know they were close too, so yeah. that made it even was how premeditated yeah. was it, you know? Forty one years old with six kids. So man. young. Six kids. Six kids. It's like Doctor Dre. Yeah. Dr. Dre has... No, it's like DMX. Like DMX, it. DMX. There you yeah, go. I was like, no, I'm thinking about this. Dr. Dre has... <laughs> I know DMX has like... Fi- DMX has 15 kids. Yeah, DMX is something else, man. I don't know what's going on. He got arrested again. Uh, I heard. I think it was for child support. Oh, DMX, man. DMX. Well, speaking of hip-hop, you just saw a documentary. I did. And I just reviewed it. It's coming, the review's coming on Monday. Yes, sir. I saw the Defiant Ones on HBO. Fantastic. Um, I don't know if you 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 obviously I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen my review either. So, what I like about it is that it it tells the story of Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. I don't know if you know who Jimmy Iovine is. Um, I like the way that it's like literally two parallel stories, and they perfectly intertwine with each other to the point 
where they work on beats and sell it to Apple. That's basically the conclusion of it. But uh, the stuff that they touch on that, especially on Dr. Dre's side, like the stuff that was left off of Straight Outta Compton. Like the what? They the get into the deep barn situation, beef. more of the Easy E situation, uh, a lot of deeper into the Pac and Death Row, especially um, as when far he as the, the East Coast, West Coast beef and all that. And w- the one thing I really liked about it that was surprising to me was the amount of never-before-seen footage from both stories that they had. As far as, like, in Jimmy Iovine's story, they had footage of Bruce Sprinting recording his first album. They had footage of M.W.A. recording their first album. Uh, Dre, before he was at N.W.A., when he was in the Wrecking Crew. All this behind-the-scenes stuff was just stuff that we, I didn't ever thought I was going to be able to see. Uh, it was just incredible to see, and it was per- very well directed, very well edited, and it's something that everybody should watch. Fans of hip hop or not fans of hip hop, both. both. Yeah, I would, it, 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 as a documentary on itself, it's amazing. Well, you know, I'm gonna yeah gonna watch it, especially being a fan of hip hop, and I'll compare it to Straight Outta Compton, and I'll get back to you because yeah. I know I like Straight Outta Compton more than you did. Well, Straight Outta Compton is part of the best biopic, and you know we're getting a lot of biopics, but I think we should really head back to the documentary part of things and uh your favorite rapper makes an ex- appearance in the last episode too big sean no your favorite rapper oh my your, real favorite yeah, rapper your guilty pleasure kendrick kendrick that's a sub in, I was, a, in, in a very good segment in the, in the last episode that's a sub hey listen you have big you have uh rick ross i got big sean yeah you um, have kendrick i have cole no you're you're more on my side no uh yeah right now For, right now Cole's on tour too nowadays, yeah. But yeah, I definitely will check that out. I mean, I don't. I, I how I feel about the biopic with the hip hop is they're one for three was, with the main one with Pac, Biggie, and NWA. Now, I mean NWA last year. Yeah, we're definitely one for three. I, I mean, I like Notorious, but I know it's not very good. Yeah. It has a lot of issues. It's definitely better than the Pac one. Both. <laughs> And but unfortunately, it's straight out of Compton, which blew it out the water. Yeah. So and, uh, I mean, there is next? another. There's docu- two live crew coming. There's a documentary one. coming out. Um, I mean, it's already out. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's also really good. Is uh, Puff's documentary, uh, Bad Boy for Life. I saw it already. Is I saw it, it at Tribeca. Was it good? It's fine. It's fine. It's about their concert. Okay. It's not really about. Yeah, I know. It was. It was more about like the reunion. Stuff, yeah. But uh, and then like that's another one we should we should get a lot more. Like especially like the crew documentaries, like we really need like a Rockefeller documentary, and see what happened there. With yeah, I mean, I mean, I've heard stories, but it's like I'm talking about like in the vein that they did. Like, I think it's going to be cookie cutter if they do it. No, I'm saying they should do it in the vein of like the defiant one. Like, just open up, give us the footage, and do it right. Don't yeah, don't do it like 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 you know the ones we've gotten in the past. Jay's going to do a documentary on the four 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 album. Well, I mean, he did a. The footnotes, which are fantastic, actually. I haven't, I haven't seen uh, that either. If you're, if you, if you have title, check out the footnotes for the four four four. But um, if you haven't seen, if you're to, you're obviously into the hip hop documentary, watch uh, Murder Rap. I've heard of that. It's yeah. top notch, and it really digs in. I think it's the best documentary about both murders. Yeah. So that that's really good. An honorable mention, I think last year, um, the Goody Mods producers uh, came out with a documentary. Forgot the name of it, but it's, it was on Netflix and it was pretty good. I'll see if I could forget the name and put it in the show notes. All right, cool. Um, some other news coming out of Comic Con this week: we got a new trailer to Kingsman, which looks actually um, so good. It played it this day. I went to go watch uh, Planet of the Apes. The new one or the old the one? The old new one. The Red Band trailer? Not the Red Band trailer, but like the it was a new one, but not Red Band. Like it was. I never seen that. I've seen the. Was that the, the one with the Frank Sinatra song? I don't remember. That would be if it is. It's the first one, but the new one debuted yesterday. Okay. Same guy has covered the panel. Check out the his feature on that panel right now on on the site. Uh, the trailer looks great. Have you seen the original? The yeah. first one. It's so good. It was it's fantastic. Good, yeah. Um, also at Comic Con is American Horror Story season seven will be named Colt. It'll be named what Colt? Colt. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the yeah. last three seasons so the last one's interesting it it goes against the grain on everything else they've done, ever okay. done because it's it's mockumentary style nice so kind of like it, the office yeah but not as funny not, yeah, <laughs> not that many things are as funny as the office um and jesus this guy's look like he's having fun over there 
Who got guys? Guys, I'm yeah. looking at his snaps, man. Yeah, he told me he's met like five hundred people. Yeah, I just waiting how online. That dude is. Yeah. He's been waiting. You know, shout out to guys. He's gonna have a little feature on the defenders panel, which is seven o'clock here. So it's in like six hours over there. <laughs> he's gonna uh, have fun waiting. He's too. been yeah. He's been waiting online for about. Two hours already for the kind of defenders. disappointed though. I was expecting him to be in the snaps with like at least like a couple mimosa, but I guess they're they not allowed a lot of Comic Con. Yeah, so, <laughs> unfortunately. And then, and then uh, next tomorrow is the big day with Mar with uh, Marvel yeah. and Warner Brothers. So, so we'll what are the chances that we're actually going to get that full? We're getting the Infinity War trailer. We're getting the trailer. Absolutely. Did, I think they held see, it. Did you hear the? the I've the avoided breakdown? it. I've, I've avoided it. I don't think it spoiled that much. I know it talks. I like the, visuals, I, the only like, thing I I heard. From another, from uh, on Ryan's page, Spin Rack, was someone posted that it has a shot of Thor landing on the Guardians plane. I heard that's the, the first ship. scene. That's the first scene. So that that's pretty cool because it just brings everything together. Yeah. When that trailer, when that, that the news that that trailer was shown leaked, I revisited all the research that they did for Infinity Wars, and it's like I read like the breakdown of it, and it's. It's going to be different, but I'm kind of excited of how different it is. It's different, but I like how different it is. As far as, you know, they can't do everything exactly like the comics. But from the description I wrote, it's I'm digging it. I just want to see the visuals. The visuals sound like it's going to be dope as hell. And everyone's going to die. Literally. Yeah. So. I heard about this one shot in the trailer that I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm think, just hoping it doesn't give away too much. Marvel never does. I know, but I'm just so hoping. I, are we gonna Are we gonna predict that this is gonna break the record for the most watched trailer in you on YouTube? Trailer? What's the record? Oh, I think uh, who uh, Who holds the record? Was it Star Do we know Wars? This? I think it's Last Jedi. No, I don't think it's gonna break it. I don't think it's I don't as, know, big, don't think it's as big as Last Jedi. I don't know because not that many people are that excited for Infinity War. Like or know what the Infinity War is? Well, I I haven't, Avengers I haven't read it. I just know of like no, but you know it's gonna be a it's gonna epic, be big. Gonna be a, yeah, like, not that, I don't think that many people know how big it is. I agree. Also, debuting was the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. Yeah, I heard that was John Bodega in it. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I like. I love this all wasn't. Stuff this did not debut at Comic Con, but we have to talk about this. There's another Saw movie coming out. Oh my God, I saw the trailer. Jesus, how, how terrible Christ, does that look? Why, we don't need another Saw. And oh, they think they're clever by calling it Jigsaw. <laughs> like, no, I'm not gonna watch this bullshit. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. You are absolutely. I haven't seen the last three movies. It's it's gore porn. I know it is. That's what I was like, how many times is the dude gonna come back from the dead? Apparently, he's not dead. I mean, yeah, apparently I he's dead. No, but and in the it's trailer, like uh, alluded to him coming back. I think it, it's supposed to be a copycat, and I'm just Again? like they also did that storyline. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Like, I actually liked spoiler spoiler alert. I liked how they ended it because I always said when I first saw the Saw one, I mean the first one, that oh the first it, one's still the greatest one. Yeah, I I said watch at the end that the Doctor is his real apprentice, and Gordon eventually was. His apprentice, and he's the one that was running everything after he died anyway, after with Amanda and everything. There you go. So, yeah, end it like that. But nah, nah, we don't, we don't got to end it like that. I was kind of excited when I saw the title first. I know I just said it was corny, but when I saw Jigsaw, I immediately thought reboot. Or like, prequel. Oh, going to be cool. Or prequel. Or, or prequel. Uh, but I immediately thought reboot, and I was like, cool, they're going to remake the first one. Nope. Nope. And what was with that scene with a girl running and then they turn around and like, oh my God, but we never see what the fuck they're looking at. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, that helped. You know what this, oh man, I hate to be, I hate to be that guy, but you know what this movie feels like? A movie that needs a rapper in it. No, don't be that guy. No, I'm be that guy. <laughs> what rapper is going to be in it now? I don't know. Logic? Lil Yachty. Yachty. Uh, who's Amber Rose's boo now? Oh, um, 21 Savage. <laughs> I don't know. It just remind. remember when, um, you ever see House of Wax? Dude, 21 Savage in the song movie. Hold on. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like he's singing a song and that's his trap, trying to get out, and he has to sing it on key. He has to stay on key. On, oh, on he key. cannot stay on key for life, for, to save his life. That's going to be hilarious. I mean, what were you saying? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't expect this to do anything. I expect it to make money, though. Oh, it's going to, yeah, it's going to make money. It's, and Especially it's, it's coming out on Halloween again? It's October, October 27th, so. I, I think it's taking advantage of that paranormal activity is not around anymore. Paranormal activity sucks. Paranormal activity got saw the fuck out of here though. That's Did the reason. That's the. I, think I that's mean, the there was only there. four. Yeah, but it like, and then that's it overshadowed and that like crazy. prequel. Oh no, that side story. 
the marked ones or whatever. I never no, saw you're talking it. about the no. There was more than four. I think there were like six. No, it was five. It was four paranormal activities and paranormal paranormal activity the mark ones. And then there was a, the the ghost dimensions, the last one. Oh, I never saw that. It was yeah, terrible. No, don't watch that. That's the, the worst one. Okay. That that made me hate the franchise, and I love paranormal activity. And then the last note before we get into uh, Dunkirk is, uh, <sighs> you were in the theater with me. Uh huh. We saw Fantastic Four. It was terrible. And we said, "Well, let's never do this again." Okay. We're gonna do this again. Where we what are, where are we doing? Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is coming out with a movie. So the creator of Legion, okay, during the panel yesterday, stated he is developing a movie for Fox that fans may be interested in, and then he said <laughs> two words: Doctor so already Doom. lying. <laughs> Doctor Doom, like you know what I'm thinking, and I wrote in my piece on the site. I think it's Fox saying, "Okay, if Sony can do Venom, we can do Doctor Doom." Yeah, but Sony has Spider Man. That was a good movie or a good franchise. This Never, is, at least make a good Fantastic Four movie first before you start making. I Venom don't. Movies. I. I will have faith that Venom may be decent. I just don't like the fact of the uh, villain as a protagonist. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't know. It's not. I don't yeah. think that's going to put asses in seats, in my opinion. I was. Never, I'm never excited for uh, villain movies. I don't see how a Doctor Doom movie is going to work. What does look crazy? This is straight to DV. I think it's straight to Direct TV. Leatherface, that look that looks gory as shit, yeah. but not in uh. But it kind of just looks like another. It, it looked like the last two Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Nah, cause it's just like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but is like, is this supposed to be like a prequel? Yes. Okay, a real like. like well, this prequel? would be this would be looking at it thinking like Wasn't off the top Chainsaw of the head. Massacre, the beginning. Yes. So the thinking, I think this is the third prequel, like the third, of the same movie. Okay, so prequel number three, like part three of the prequel. No, no, part one. This is the third time we're doing part one of the prequel. So, it's a, so it's being rebooted three times. Okay, so it's a prequel. It's the prequel. It's the prequel. Okay, that's this is gonna be great. It looks great visually. Like it's it's looking like it's gonna be something that I'll watch on a. Saturday night when I'm bored. It's going to get to the point where, like, if you walk by a TV and you see, like, a scene from the movie, you're not going to know what movie you're watching. Like, which one. They all look the same. I'm with you. It just, all you have to do is just click menu. Especially the the Rob Zombie ones. Like, when he did the, he did the the first uh, prequel. No, he didn't do any of the prequels. Oh, he didn't? No. I could have sworn he did one. There's no white trashy people in that. There's definitely a lot of white, a lot of white trash people. Not, not Rob them. Zombie style. Not Rob Zombie. Rob, style, yes. Rob, I could have sworn that one. Rob Zombie insults like every <laughs> everybody who grows up in the country. Like everyone. <laughs> That's why, like my biggest issue. I mean, we talked about it plenty of times. We'll probably talk about it again um, on Halloween. You, I, you like the origin. I don't mind the origin. I just don't like how trashy they they come off. Okay. So, but. Rob, that, no, Rob, I'm done with Rob Zombie. I actually tried to watch 31. I don't think I've seen that one. That's, uh, is that? Let me look that up. I'll get you the Rob. I didn't see that. I, I didn't see his uh, last one, The Lords of Salem. I haven't seen that one either. Lords of Salem is very slow. <laughs> you would not like it. Okay. And my thing is, his wife always has to be in everything. <laughs> Dave, he even got her, got him away to, she's in this too. Uh, 31 is at 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. I do not recommend it at all. What is it about? It's um, It tells the story of five carnies in 1976 kidnapped on the morning of Halloween and held hostage in the remote industrial hell. While trapped, they are forced to play a violent game called 31. The mission is to survive 12 hours against an endless amount of people. This sounds like a combination of all the movies you've done. And I w- the concept is, okay, it intrigued me to watch it. But I got through 20 minutes, and I was like, it just, he upped the trashiness to this, and I'm just like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. You know what people want more of? <laughs> white trash. White trash. But not white trash is uh, Christopher Nolan's latest release. That would be a crazy review. That's a nice little side, like, like change like, of subject there. Imagine Dave's review of Dunkirk, white trash. White trash. trash. <laughs> so, Dunkirk release yesterday how epic was it now all right there's a lot of christopher nolan fans that like him because of the dark knight 
if those fans are the ones that are going to go watch this movie, they might not like it. Oh, boy. Now, if you've been a fan since the beginning, like I have, Memento, you know, Insomnia, Prestige, stuff like that. Yeah. You're going to love it. Especially the fact that it's nonlinear. And I'm not going to get into spoiler because you haven't seen it, but I'll just say little things about oh, it's nonlinear. Nonlinear, okay. So it's not all in, you know, the and story Tarantino is not did. being told in, in order. Everything is being told in different parts of what of what ha- of the event. Cool. Now, what's good with this? What's what's what he does different is that he, like, you can be doing something and I can be doing something, and we could be across the street from each other, and he shows both both perspectives of it. So it could be a different scene going on at the same exact time that takes place like 40 minutes later after you see it originally in the movie oh, okay. from another I get perspective. What you're I thought you meant with like a split screen kind of thing. No, no, no. Okay. So no, it's I, one of those like, okay. you know, you have to pay attention. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't insult your intelligence by telling you what's going on. Like, you know how you have movies that it, it, even though you will get it as as long as you're paying attention, it has to have that one character that tells you, by the way, what's <laughs> going on here is that yeah. blah, blah, blah. It doesn't do that. You watch, you'll get you'll get it. Um, what I also loved about it is that it's not your typical war movie in terms of you're not going to have a campfire. You're not going to have all these soldiers talking about what's going on at home. Becoming and, a brotherhood, basically. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to get that. You're, what you get is the moment. Them trying to escape, them being rescued. You get the moment of what's going on. Okay. And despite the fact that it doesn't have all an insane amount of character development, I think it's you end up feeling for certain characters in that movie like, I'm glad he got out. Why? Because you feel the tension of what's going on. You feel like what they're going through. Tom Hardy is great. Awesome. He doesn't talk much. <laughs> he only has like 15 words in the entire he, movie, he I think. like Bane. <laughs> that's funny you mentioned that oh, he has go. he has a, he's a uh, a pilot and he has his mask on <laughs> and all i thought it was like christopher nolan loves him in masks <laughs> I, could, I could just see him in the airplane about to shoot somebody down and he'd be like he's like oh you now have my permission to, to die, die. <laughs> um it's just funny i'm watching and i'm like really he really loves keeping uh hardy in mass but he was good he was really good in it it's all about the eyes. Like yeah. he was with Bane, it's all about the eyes. And his performance is fantastic. It's good to hear. And then also, I think um, you don't get the movie starts and you're already in the action. You don't get, you get a little opening crawl with events of Dunkirk mm-hmm. and then right away you're in it. Awesome. So you're. Is it as like the opening scene that we like? It's not saving Private Ryan. Okay, no, it's not that. rated. It's rated PG thirteen. He doesn't have any gore. It's not bloody, but you feel the effect of every explosion and every shot in the okay, movie. That's great. And you saw it in seventy millimeter, right? Yes. I mean, it's not for everybody watching a seventy millimeter, but it's one of the best experiences to do it in seventy. I heard if you're gonna watch any movie, it'll be that one. Yes. Awesome. Um. Let's How would the just from the trailers? The visuals looked amazing. How were they? I think it's going to be nominated for nine Academy Awards. Nine, nine. That's my prediction as today. You want to name? I them? think it's going to hold up. I think it's going to get director. It's going to get picture. It's going to uh-huh. get director. I think if he doesn't get in for this, he's never going to get in. <laughs> I don't think he'll ever get, get in. Done. Uh, um, I think picture, director, cinematography, production design. Sound mixing, sound editing, the score of this movie is fucking brilliant. Hans Zimmer does the score in a movie that there's not a lot of dialogue because there isn't. The okay. movie is bare minimum talking. There's not much dialogue through the movie. You need the music to like push every scene, and it does it so well. There's certain scenes that, that when certain events are happening, and that score is just like, pounding and you're just like all right i feel i feel i feel what's going on and zimmer just does does that brilliantly i'm trying to like i'm trying to give as much as i can without without spoiling spoiling it now i saw that in a poster that was written and directed by chris so it has nothing to do with his brother oh (laughs) what what could could this be that christopher nolan's a good writer oh Oh, my god (laughs) um what else what else oh it's his shortest film. Really? How long is it? It's only an hour and 46 minutes. Wow. It may, it may not be as short as Following, which is his first movie back in 98. But in terms of since his main, 
mainstream days of Memento went on, it's the shortest movie. Wow, it looked like it was going to be a long one. No. Wow, that's surprising. Which makes it good because it's tight. Everything, every scene matters. It kind of takes me back to like how I feel about um, TV shows on, on regular TV, on network television that are 24 episodes. You have so much fluff and filler. Yeah. It, that's the same thing with certain movies. But this movie, it's straight action and development of what's going on and oh so good That's and so there's like a Hitch- hitchcockian feel to it because hitchcock never really with his movies he didn't take the time to explain everything to you you just go on yeah. and watch it with this movie it's the same thing it's like if hitchcock was alive today and watch it he'd be like i want to make that movie it'd awesome. be it'd be the war movie for hitchcock i think it pretty much changes a, it's a genre changing film because i think people are going to try to make movies like this now because it doesn't capture the entire war it captures a moment within the war and oh, sometimes you watch movies and you just capture like the entire thing and you're just like okay cool with this like i love film out full metal jacket yeah but full metal jacket covers their boot camp and everything not a specific moment with this is just the main character is the moment of Dunkirk. It does kind of remind me of since we're do, um, next week we're doing the top uh, 70s film. Yeah. Uh, I was doing some research and there was actually a couple movies that were like that. They didn't cover the whole war. Like we had Deer Hunter. We had um, Apocalypse Now. Like they didn't go through the whole. Apocalypse Now covers to the end of it, I believe. Yeah, does it? the end. Yeah. So Very it's, good. It's, it's, You're doing your homework for uh, this. Yeah, I got to. With your surprise pick. So I got to throw some surprises out there also. But uh, as as far as runtime, now that you say that's pretty short, I, I, I could see it without dialogue. But what I am now a little concerned about is I don't know if you heard a rumor of Black Panther. What? With the the first cut of it is over three hours. Oh, that's gonna change. I know, but I don't. I think it's gonna be great. Ryan, I I think Ryan Coogler is fantastic. As long as he he's gonna have to get that down to two hours and like twenty minutes. I mean, with superhero films, I would like to watch the whole. Run of it. I mean, the only one that didn't work was Batman vs Superman. Well, the long one is better. I haven't seen a long one yet. But yeah, I always, uh, I always want my superhero movies to be longer. But I'm glad to see that this movie is only, as you said, it's not that much dialogue and it gets straight to the point. I'm glad to see it's about an hour forty minutes. Like I, my biggest, I guess, way to define if this movie was good is Jen hates war movies. Oh, she really? hates war movies. So she doesn't like Saving Private Ryan. One of my favorite films. She's of never all time. seen it. <gasps> Jen, do your homework. Um, she so I'm I'm starting to get there with her. She loved Full Metal Jacket, Full Metal Jacket and she great. actually was like, "Oh, this is this is not bad at all." With when we we're watching Dunkirk, so even if you're not into the genre, I think you'll be very very pleasantly surprised with how effective it is, even for Nolan. So I'm trying to check it out this week. Yes, I'm, sir. I'm more excited now. Yeah, for sure. And then the other movie we wanted to talk about today is Epic Conclusion. That movie about apes. A simple movie about it. I had made sure. I went to Boston last week on a little mini vacay, and I made sure to go to the theater to watch A War for the Planet of the Apes. Now, is it the best one out of the three? Yes. And I feel like I got to watch it again because it still two holds a very good place in my heart. And I actually saw both of them, the first and second one, like the day before I went to go watch uh, War. I got to watch War again. It might edge out two for me. It might. All right. Here's what I think. I think this one has the most is heartbreaking. Yeah, of course. (laughs) This is all spoiler. I'm not even going to like do any non-spoiler right, so it's been it's been a week so you can yeah. you, you can uh, watch it and then get back to listening well, to by the time this episode comes out it'll be monday so yeah so if you didn't watch it in two weekends it's been out yeah you're you're so yeah. here's your spoiler warning uh it's gonna be the rest of the episode spoiler so, so if you haven't watched the movie see you guys next week and come back after you watch the movie all right so i thought it was like emotional as hell like when yeah. when i forgot the hell's woody harrelson uh, the colonel. The I colonel. Guess, it's yeah. just he didn't have a name. It was I just don't colonel. Think he got a name now. When he killed Caesar's son and Caesar's oh wife. Oh my god! I did not expect that. I was so like, early too. Yeah, that's the first thing I said. I'm like, oh, this is we're gonna get started early yeah. with this. So I was like, all right, Caesar's gonna sacrifice himself in the end. As the movie progresses, I'm like, oh, maybe he might actually get out of this. And when the movie ends and Caesar goes, I think he dies in the perfect way. I think so too. I think it's a little bit. 
I wish they didn't show his death on screen. It was implied he was going to die. Yeah. What I wish that would have happened, it would have been him overlooking the apes playing and just hanging out and stuff like that. I think, you know. It I think was if they impl- were, what a zoom out was happening. You yeah. See him. I, think I think it was a was, pan out yeah. of his back and him falling Well, they kind of did that, but it was after we saw him. Yeah. yeah. I liked it if it was he. It would have been a backshot of his, a backdrop of his head, him dropping, but then the camera pans over his head yeah. and then you see everyone playing or whatever. I thought that would have been more effective. I also didn't like there's something I didn't like was um I hated the fact that they used an avalanche to kill all the humans. That was weird. Cuz I'm like how did all the monk all the monkeys that survive? They won by luck, I guess. It was very lucky. Cuz I mean, I you could write a little better. Yeah. That's like lazy just let's get this let's kill every human possible. And I understand the apes were going to kill every human, but the fact that it was an avalanche, I'm like, ah, yeah, that was, was a little, like little cop out. How do you like the um, the fact that they brought up the virus again and how it was working reverse now? Uh, I liked it. I like the aspect of the virus. Um, it kind of adds to the original how we were kind of like cavemen in the original one, and they were more sophisticated, and they were actually surprised when we one of them talked. I forgot his name. Yeah, I'm very bad with names. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. But uh, when he talked, they're like, oh, you can talk. And it kind of owes to that. Like, you know, as they get the virus, they lose the ability to speak and they become more primal. So that was great. Now I'm like wondering, because I'm sitting there watching that movie and I saw all the Planet of the Apes the week prior. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, is this a prequel? Is this trilogy actually a prequel trilogy? Because Nova, the little girl, that's the girl's name in the original Planet of the Apes. Really? Yes. The- I didn't revisit anything as far as the original one. Uh, I was going to, but I didn't get a chance to. But I know there's like a lot of little nods to it. It felt at the end that it was more of a prequel. Yeah. You know, this one, of all of them, this one felt this one the felt most. The, yeah. um, so they had the Nova reference. Then they had the desert. the desert reference. And then, shit, Caesar's son's Cornelius. Cornelius is... I mean, he's a side... Oh, didn't they name him that in the second movie? Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that they kind of make him an orphan now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so is this Cornelius from Planet of the Apes? It just sets everything up in a yeah. way like, huh, like you could just pick up and go watch Planet of the Apes right after and you're just like, oh, okay. Kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, not as effective, but of Rogue One, where you could just take Rogue One out of your Blu-ray exactly. player and put it on New Hope. Now, is we'll never know if it's a prequel. I hope this is the last one. Because this ends perfectly. Oh, yeah. I would imagine this is the last one. They said that they want to do another one. What? I think they could fit one more. You mean into- are they actually going to do like the remake of the original maybe? I hope not. I don't want to see a new remake of the original. If they do it, I might want to. Nah. If, they, if they do it. I don't want to see it. I, oh, now, I don't know how they're going to do it because, I mean, how you would have to have, yeah, I know there's like weird time travel shit in it. And you know what's funny though? At the end, when Caesar did die. And when they pan out to the sky, I was like, please. Please. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, no, there's a spaceship that's going to fucking like, gonna ruin everything. <laughs> I actually wouldn't have minded that if it just like. I would have. If it went to night and then it went to day again, you would have assumed that years have passed. And then, boom, it just drops and the movie ends there. I wouldn't have been okay with that. Um, I like Woody Harrelson in it. Oh, he did a fantastic job. To, for someone that did nothing the entire movie, he did fantastic because I think he barely had anything to say. He looked really mean. Well, yeah, that I think the only like dialogue everything was when he called Caesar to the office, and when he and that was a great performance. No, yeah, no, I'm with you. He really looked mean. Yeah, <laughs> like he had he stared a lot throughout the movie. Yeah, he did. So, but out of all the bad guys, the heels in the in the franchise, I didn't care about the first the first one. Well, he was a, he was the most interesting bad guy yep. they've had. As Once again, as, unfortunately, none of the humans were fleshed out, and that's the only issue. That's another yeah, issue. We had a weird Hispanic guy. That oh, dude, when he stabbed because he basically killed Caesar. Yeah, dude, I wanted to like kill that guy. Yeah, I, I, the fact that it's a side character that was useless. And, uh, and look, like for like for me, like his facial expressions throughout the movie. As far as like when he found out why this other army's coming, not to help them but to attack them, um, the how the the colonel's killing his own man, like his facial expressions alluded to he might end up helping the apes. Then he just kills Caesar. <laughs> like, what was all that for? And how did he die? Was it like the bomb dropped? The, the, the gorilla uh, threw a grenade at him. 
I'm glad that the gorilla turned at the end. Yeah. I mean, I, you saw late. that coming. <laughs> you saw that coming, yeah. like the whole movie. But yeah. um, I like the fact that it was um, you had apes fighting with the humans, and then it kind of made uh, the don- donkeys donkeys as they had them on yeah. their back. I like that aspect of it. Now, the Jar Jar Binks of this movie. Uh, I don't think he was Jar Jar Binks. I think he was he, fine to me. He could have gone in that direction because he when he first started, very, very he easily. was very quick. He was heading in that direction, yeah. and then he got funny. He, actually, he got chuckles out of me. Yeah, he, he got funny annoying. towards the end, so I was okay with that. How did you watch the movie? Like what format? Regular. Regular? Yeah. See, I gave up on 3D a long time ago. Oh, 3D is trash. No, no, li- wait, hold on. I gave up on 3D a long time ago, and when I was trying to look for tickets to this movie, the only good time, as far as my schedule allowed, was a uh, IMAX 3D. So I went to go see that, and I was like, oh, man, dude, that 3D was spectacular. Like, this is probably one of the best 3D movies I've seen in my Especially that first scene when they're going through the forest, climbing up to where the apes are. That looks spectacular. So kudos to them for that 3D they shot in that movie. That was awesome. Three, three, oh, man, I'm so over 3D, though. I yeah, hate, I was, too. I hate when I go to an IMAX movie and I'm stuck with those stupid glasses. I wouldn't. They're at the point where they hurt my, they hurt yeah, people's no, eyes. No, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to the theater to watch it, but if you have a 3D TV, uh, I will get the 3D Blu-ray for this movie. Just if you have it. It, it was spectacularly 3D. Well, I mean. I don't even think they make 3D TVs anymore either. They don't, but I'm saying if you have it. Oh, okay. I know they sell. I know they still sell blue uh, 3D Blu-rays. So if they you have do, it. yeah. Oh wow! I feel like 3D is going the ways. Oh of no, the it's v- definitely going away. It's going I'm the saying, ways of the VCR. If, if, if you're gonna get one movie, and if you have the stuff to watch it in 3D, get get uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Now I think this is probably top. I'd have to look at my list from when we did our episode. Top. 10 for sure trilogies oh yeah for me yeah i think this and might I, be I, in my top five i've stated this many times before but the original planet apes didn't do much for me i mean i understand the iconic moments but i was never really a, a fan of planet apes but this one just it's because brought it it's because it's old and you're an ageist no not, that's movies. not why but uh i don't know i i, like I said i think it was just a mask and i didn't the story was it's great kinda, makeup i you know but the story was kind of like and to me like okay but this one just brings it full circle as far as like... Well, yeah, because it actually concentrates on developing these characters. That you yeah. Know. Because I I actually... I walked in there knowing Caesar was going to die, hoping Maurice wasn't going to die. If Maurice died, oh I would have been bummed the fuck Dude, out. I messed up, though, when, when Flower Gorilla died. I don't know his name, so I just going to Flower. Um, whatever. Gorilla. Really? Yeah, I didn't... I was bummed out that it was directly right after that scene where he gave the flower. Yeah, I didn't care. I thought he was going to... I know he was going to die, I just... Right after that, like, oh, did did you like that? In the end, Caesar was in Cova because he didn't, didn't kill. Didn't he didn't kill Colonel because Colonel ended up, you know, the virus affected him and he was retracting. I because I mean that's that's actually one of the biggest nods to the original, as we said before. Like these people, they don't talk yeah. in the original. So now. The good thing about this movie is that this gives me so much confidence that what Matt Reeves makes Batman, that he's going to do a good job. Yeah. Doesn't matter who's Batman. I don't know who's going to be Batman, but. We'll figure it out. But I. Dude, that would be the greatest thing ever if Keaton plays Batman. Shout out to Kevin Smith for saying that on his last episode of Hollywood Batman. Oh, I haven't seen it. What did he say? What did he say? He said said it would be awesome if Keaton would play Batman. as you said before, as the as the older Batman, the, the Return of the Dark. Knight. Shout out to Kevin Smith. There you go. Um, yeah, man. I I don't think they'll do that. They they want to keep this DC Hollywood thing a, work so much. Hollywood that, has a tendency to not give fans what they want, so I don't think they're gonna do it either. Like the WWE. Oh yeah, I guess. But Hollywood does it a lot worse. Cause no, WWE does a lot worse. That's, that's another debate. <laughs> that's like a whole episode. That's like a two hour Who's episode. Worse? Hollywood Who's worse. As Lou continues to drop his phone throughout Always. today's episode, he's Always. this is this is for the fans that he cracks his phone. My phone's never been cracked for the store. I just drops. My phone always stays cracked. I've never had a cracked phone. You know what's funny? I was looking at um on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know what movie is getting fantastic reviews? Girl Strip. What? Yeah, Jim. 
put that on a group chat. What the fuck? <laughs> I haven't even seen a trailer for that. Dude, honestly. the trailer looks terrible. <laughs> They're talking about like booty holes and shit. And I'm like watching that. And I'm like looking at Jen. I'm like, you do not want to see this shit. Oh, she definitely wants to see it. Oh, yeah, she does. And she wants to take you yeah, along. Now that, no, no. She's like, because she knows I'm a big advocate of Ron Tomatoes. Uh-huh. And the fact that it's at 89% on Ryan Tomatoes, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, fuck, I got to watch this garbage now. And it's not like 15 reviews, 89%. It's already at 65 reviews. (laughs) Yeah. You watch that. Let me know how it is. I will definitely watch it. And uh, there's a sequel coming out to one of your favorite movies in the last two years. Daddy's Home 2 is coming out soon. Oh, that looks awful. Uh, look. I, I remember when we watched that in the theater, and I was sitting there. Yeah, yeah when I was dying. And, and I'm, you, like, I'm like, this is And you were just garbage. shaking your head, and I was dying over there of laughter. Garbage. I mean, we're getting close to the end of the This summer. movie looks worse than the first one, but if Hannibal makes a return, I'll definitely enjoy it. That's a December release, right? Well, that like, is home? the first one was a December yeah. I mean, the summer is pretty much over. Yeah, well, what else do we have left? We have Hannibal Creation. That excited. I am. It's at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. Um, we have Detroit, which is getting... Pretty excited about that one. What I'm hearing is it's the best movie of the year so far. Really? And if it's better than Dunkirk and Ta- and Baby Driver, and I can't wait to see that. And The Big Sick. Shout out the to The only movie that... Well, it's Catherine Bigelow. I knew it was going to be good, but I just did I mean, August releases, and that's why I was like... I walked into the Dunkirk, and I'm like, fuck, a Christopher Nolan movie in July is not a good sign. Because he wants to get, you know, yeah. recognition by the Academy. But I stand corrected. Uh, so maybe Detroit will be the same way. The only the one movie that I'm being cautiously optimistic is The Dark Tower. It be- looks great, but it just really. Like, it looks long as shit. Yeah. Like, I think it drags in certain yeah, parts. Yeah, so, and I, I felt that way in the trailer. I can only imagine how I feel in the movie. I think that movie's going to look. Gonna just be standing on his visuals most of the time. Yeah, I think the next big movie, uh, Logan Lucky, is Channing Tatum and Adam Driver. But um, I think the next big movie that I'm anticipating is September 8th when it comes out. Yeah, that new trailer was. It got me really excited for that movie. I'm glad that it's just the first part because it's not the whole yeah, the whole yeah. story. Well, they're going to do the second one. Yeah, they're going to do the second one, we'll which is which is what they should have done in the first place, not make that garbage second half of TV the TV movie. I think you're on the same boat as me with that, right? No, but I'm saying, aren't they going to do the second half as a movie also? Yes. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm hoping they do it right this time instead of that boringness oh, that so we got on the TV movie. I own it because, you know, yeah. complete this and I own everything. So I'm watching it, and I'm like, everything. this first half, I own almost everything. I, so I'm watching it, and I'm like, this first half is so strong. Then they become adults. Yeah. And I'm like, God, God bless John Ritter. Rest in peace. I don't know how they would do it in the movie, but they got to figure out a way. I to... think they should change the ending. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because that when Pennywise turns into that thing at the end, I'm like, boy, this is ass. Yeah, that they... Pennywise should stay Pennywise, in my opinion. I mean, it's gonna confuse people. I know people that are, you know, purists and care about the book, and and but if they change The Shining, they can change this. Yeah. So I mean, I think a book is something else different because in the book you're not visually watching a giant spider. Yeah, visually like, it does. You're like, oh shit, it's a creature. But it's like in the movie it doesn't connect well. Like he was a clown, now he's a giant spider. Yeah, but, when you saw it, I mean, when I saw it, I was like. This doesn't come off all on screen at all. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm hoping that they don't do anything with, uh, I mean, that they do do something with changing that. I mean, uh, something, other things coming out this week is Valerian, which I think it's going to lose tons of money. It looks like a bootleg avatar to me. Like, people are excited to watch it. I'm not. And it's not. And it literally looks like not, a bootleg avatar. And avatar is not good. So yeah. No. It's over. I mean, it got a Disney ride, which opened. Let, let, let I was talking about Amazon like, got a Disney right? Let me put it like this. I mean, we've talked about overrated movies uh-huh. before. So, I'm a big fan of Disney. I love the park. I love the movies. I, I like love everything about too. Disney. Yeah. Cool. It takes a while to get a whole land created. It does? It does. They have two. You have, you know, Star Wars land started uh, two years ago, and it doesn't. it's going to open in 2019. 
I there know was, you're going with this. There's an Avatar land. And there's no Avatar 2. And there's no Avatar 2. And that movie's been in production for going on eight years now. You know what's funny? When I first saw the trailer of Valerian, I'm like, oh, shit. They finally <laughs> did it. I thought so. I thought so because we got, like, green dudes swimming around. I'm like, this is the water planet. We're going to Avatar 2. I'm like, Valerian? What the fuck is Valerian? I'm, like, there, and I'm, like... When I when I when I saw, I mean, it's a running joke for me now because yeah, like the fact de- that Disney detox. is quicker at creating complete lands than he is at making a fucking sequel is yeah. it's hysterical. This for is me. Disney's detox. Well, Disney's Disney. Yeah, Disney Disney doesn't do much wrong. Exactly. I am bummed. You know, this is Disney related, but it's also movie related. Have you ever been to Disney? No. Okay, so there's a ride at Hollywood Studios, Disney's Hollywood Studios, on their Hollywood Boulevard, that is, or Sunset Boulevard, one of the two, and it's uh, the great movie ride, Okay, and it shows classic movies and little scenes from classic movies. They are closing that ride oh, man. after 30 years. That sucks. So, it, well, 28 years. They closed in three weeks, and they just like came out of nowhere with closing it, so it kind of sucks, especially oh. with fans of old classic So if you're going to Disney World in the next coming three weeks, make sure you take that ride. Yeah, check that ride because lines are insane right now. Oh, man. You know, when something closes, everyone wants to go on it one more time. Last Um, hurrah. Also, Emmy nominations came out this week. You're more TV than I am, right? Okay. Uh, Your show got nominated for a hell of a lot of awards. The Carmichael show? No, man. Oh, man. What's my show? Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta? Yeah. Michael, who didn't see that coming? Me. I haven't you, seen the show. You haven't seen the show? I thought you did. Nah, it's that not on Netflix. It's not on DVD. It's not on Blu-ray. I can't find it anywhere. You have an Apple TV. Go yeah, but FX, what's on it? The FX app. The whole series is on it? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to start checking that out. There you go. Yeah, man. I was um, I was surprised at Emmy. I, I saw I Love with the Globes, but I, you know, sometimes. How did Insecure do? Because they, they were like neck and neck kind of in like the popularity. I'm pulling up the nominations right now. So, I'll go in order, and then we'll just give our thoughts on it. Best drama series, uh-huh. Better Call Saul. Not yeah, surprising. I haven't seen it, but I'm... You know, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I would imagine the same vein as it's uh, Breaking Bad. The, the Crown. I've heard of it. Isn't that a Netflix show? Yes. Yeah. The Handmaid's Tale, which I already... I heard it was amazing. I heard it's good a too. lot of people have told me that. House of Cards, I don't think should be nominated. Has that show fallen off? House of Cards, yeah. It has? Stranger Things, which may pull off the upset. I have two episodes left on that show for like half a year now. <laughs> so good. I know. This I, is I Us. I keep forgetting to watch it when I get home. This is Us, which becomes the first network television show that to make a best drama series. And oh, I think wow. It's been years. I think like 10 years. Nice. Five, between five and 10 years. And then Westworld, which is, I think, the favorite. Okay. I still haven't seen Westworld, but I... Game of Thrones is not on here. That's, yeah, that's surprising, I guess. You would think of the popularity. No, it makes sense because Game of Thrones started in July this year. Okay. So, that's so yes, so that makes politics. sense. Comedy series. Here's where you probably come in more. Carmichael Show. It did not make it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, ATL, Atlanta made it. Uh-huh. I, I, every time I look up Atlanta, I get that damn T.I. movie. Which is one of my Stop. go-to pleasures. Stop. I love that movie. <laughs> Um, Blackish, which I love. Great. Master of None, I haven't seen yet. Amazing. Modern Family, again. Great. Silicon, great Va- Silicon Valley. Uh, I, that, I, I get it. It just didn't do it for me. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I've been wanting to watch that show. I never had a chance to. Veep? It, yeah. I hear great things about yeah, Veep. I, I haven't seen it. About it. Where the fuck is the Goldbergs? <laughs> the same thing with Carmichael show. My God. God, man. Underrated comedies, man. Modern Family gets in and the Goldbergs doesn't. I don't understand why the Goldbergs does not get any love. Underrated comedies, man. Oh, my God. And then if we go through uh, Lead Actress in a drama series, let's see if there's anything that is crazy. No, just a usual Robin Reich, Carrie Russell for the Americans, uh, Claire, Claire Foy for the, for the Crown, Viola Davis, How Do We Get Away Murder, and then Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld. Okay. I think lead actor in a drama series. Anthony Hopkins is nominated, and I think Bob Odenkirk should win for Better Call Saul, but I think 
Um, Anthony Hopkins is going to win that. You know what's crazy? You're looking at these nominations. I had no idea Ray Donovan was still around. Oh, yeah, the show's still going on? Yeah, he's nominated. Wow. And Kevin's... Oh, man. Kevin's... I don't know. I think House of Cards should... That's it. That's it? Yeah, man. I mean, this season was fine, but I think it's that's it. There's not much... I've watched like two episodes of that show. Oh, ever? Ever. The first, first season two, is the first, strong. The first two episodes. The first season is strong. Um, let me see. Lead actress in a limited series or movie. I think that looking at this, Carrie Coon, Felicity Huffman, Nicole Kidman, Jessica Lange, Susan Sarandon. I think Susan Sarandon might win this. Um, the one that I'm looking for, limited series, The Night of, Genius, Feud, Betty and Joan. Fargo and Big Little Eyes. That's Have a, you seen The Night of? That's another one. I was going to say, that's another one that I feel so bad I haven't finished. I'm on episode five. Oh, you're going to be very disappointed. I've heard, but the I still want to finish is, it. That show is so strong. It is. I went to the part where um somebody burns the bed. But the ending is very flat. Oh, man. I got to definitely finish that up. Uh, There's only 10, 10 episodes, right? Yes, yeah, it's quick. Yeah. You run through it quick. Yeah, I did. I but just, I just but when you, it, it's just like I'm watching that. Where you? What episode are you up to? Episode five. Okay, I so think I it's right when he comes back to that guy that offered him protection. He goes like after they burn the bed, he goes right back to him. When you finish, we'll talk. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything yeah. yet. Uh, OJ's out, by the way, people. So <laughs> speaking of jail, no one's surprised. The juice I'm is not, loose. I said it last year. This was before the podcast days. I said to anyone that listened. OJ Men in America, The People versus OJ Simpson. Those two, that show, that documentary is going to get OJ out of jail. And the worst thing about it is he did not even seem remorseful. No, he didn't. I still. <laughs> He's OJ being OJ. I tweeted out that, oh my God, that when they asked him. <laughs> when they asked him if he's gone to any AA meeting since the last uh, parole hearing, he goes, I'm the commissioner of the softball league. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, Wait, he said that? Yeah. He's like, no, but I am the commissioner of our softball league. Like, what the fuck does that have to do anything? The, the, oh, OJ. The crazy thing is he goes home to $2 million and $25,000 a month. The life. The juice is loose, folks. The juice is loose. He's about to be uh, the new press secretary since Sean Spicer resigned today. Watch out, Jay. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make a song called a story, OJ, and not expect a knock on the door. Word. The... Um, <laughs> The surprising nomination was Millie Bobby Brown got in for Stranger Things. Oh, okay. So she got in for supporting actress in a drama series. I hope she wins. That's a good look for her. Yeah, I hope she wins. So good. Um, and nothing else that's too shocking. I mean, wait, so what? What are the ones that ATL got? Oh wait, we haven't even checked. Uh, if insecure, insecure not in anything, huh? No. Awesome, great. That's an underrated show right there. But what? What are the ones that Atlanta got? Let me see. Oh, actor. Yeah. Danny Glover, Donald and Glover, show. Okay, and I don't think it was gonna win for show. I, no, I don't think it's gonna win. Yeah. Wait, no, I think it might win for show. For sh- over yeah. like, against the everything? fact they got in shows how, shows that it has a chance. Yeah, I don't, it has a chance. But I don't. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm how about going, soundtrack? I don't think they have soundtrack. They don't. The Emmys, they don't have no. soundtrack. And I haven't seen the, I've never seen the Emmys. Oh, really? In my life. No, the Emmy, the Emmys are. Yeah, that's what I want. I I DVR and I get through it in an hour and a half. Yeah. Like the Oscars, I sit there and I watch, watch everything. The, I, just get the I can't. I can't do no, that. No, the Oscars. Like, I can honestly watch the Oscars. I have no problem watching the Oscars. It's just I, uh, well, the, the uh, these Oscars were good until the last award. Yeah, until we got to future. <laughs> until we got <laughs> what? Future came through. <laughs> For what? Just remember the Oscars when they came in with the people off the bus? Oh, with that guy. Yeah. What's his name? I forgot. I forgot his name, but that was weird. I don't think they'll do that this year. Yeah, I hope not. And if I am, if they do, I hope I'm in LA when that happens. Can we get a uh, Drake to host the Oscars, man? He's doing a great job hosting these things, no. man. No, I, it, Aubrey should not host any of these award shows. What? He does a great job hosting. You know what didn't? Uh, un- actually, a surprise snub was Variety Talk Series. So nominees are Forefront with Samantha B, Jimmy Kimmel, last week, uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, The Lele Show with James Corden, Colbert, and Bill Maher. Who's missing? Up. No, Jimmy Fallon. Well, I mean, I he's definitely some of the one of the weakest ones. I would definitely watch Jimmy Kimmel over Jimmy Fallon. Really? Yeah. Tonight Show. I mean, Tonight Show always gets in. 
So I'm surprised that he I don't didn't think get I don't it. think Jimmy Fallon is that strong of a host to be getting nominated like that every year, especially with how much strongholds we have out there. Like Jimmy Oliver, like he's my favorite. John Oliver, you mean? John Oliver, yeah. Sorry, fucking so many Jimmys. John Oliver, he's my favorite of of all those. So it's it's, it's a tough category for Jimmy Fallon to get into. And shout out to uh, Jen's favorite country singer Dolly Parton. Her movie Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors Circle of Love has been nominated for Best TV Movie. And shout out to her, man. She's always working. Yeah, and yeah, it's going to lose to the Wizard of Lies, I think. But. I think so too. But how old is she? Because she, she's her, in her work 70s. ethic is amazing. I actually saw her. I don't like country. I don't like Dolly Parton. I not that I'm just indifferent. Uh huh. So I went to a concert with Jen you last went to a year. Dolly Parton concert, yeah. dude. <laughs> I was blown I heard it was away. Great. I heard it was a great concert. That woman has her, like you said, her work ethic is nuts yeah the fact that she's still doing this at that age and she's yeah. killing it it's not she's like she still, it's she, not like she's like she doesn't lip sing or anything she's she, singing she, she's touring and doing other stuff it's not like she's just touring like she just come out with a movie and selling out yeah exactly so that was it was a very very fun experience so i mean the emmys will yeah. we watch it sure no i will i'll I report we have to report for it so uh, I would, i'll watch it I i'll let our, you know how it goes yeah, I'll, read our, I'll read the reports so next week we will be back in full squad. You know what? I think I might watch it just a live tweet and just make fun of it. There you go. There you go. I don't know who's hosting this year, but. I don't care who's hosting. It's just, the event's probably going to be funny. So It probably will be. Next week, we have a, first off, the crew is back. The crew is back. We're going to have some little bit of reporting to see how it went for guys at Comic-Con. Guys report. How the mimosas taste in the San the Diego. Taste, the, the San Diego mimosas. The difference between LA mimosas and San Diego mimosas. I would imagine it's drastic. Did they? Did anyone, you know, feel, you know, sorry and wished him, you know, apologies for everything happening to him? <laughs> um, how how it went at the panels, breaking news, anything like that. We're gonna hear from that, and then we're gonna get started on our month long top ten. Best of the decades. We're gonna get started next week with the best of the nineteen seventies. Yeah. Which surprisingly I thought it was gonna be harder than it was. Because the seventies are the greatest decade in film. I, I keep I forgot how many great movies come on. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go ape shit next week because I continue I have to have a lot of honorable mentions. Do, I think there I think this the seventies are gonna have the most honorable mentions. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the hardest. I actually, th- I think the hardest ones are going to be the 2010s. I don't think so. I think it's going to be. I think they're going to differ as the further more yeah, we get to. I'm top heavy on the 2010s because I have like Boyhood, La La Land, yeah. stuff like that. I think from like 2010 to 2010, our, our lists are going to differ drastically. Yes, I would. I would. I think no. I actually think the 2000s. We're all going to have the same number one. Really? I'm calling that right now. Prediction completed. Yeah, for the Dark Knight's going to be all of our number one for the 2000s. Probably. If it isn't, then cool. Then that shows like... That all our lists beforehand have been wrong. <laughs> like, another prediction I'll make is Guys is going to have a teen-friendly 90s list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, teen-heavy. I'm going to be the movie snob with, like, the piano and shit on it. There you go. And then... Shout out to Friday. <laughs> what? Shout out to Fridays. I, the, Friday, the Friday trilogy. 90s. Oh, that's not going to be. That's probably going to be on your list. Exactly. Shout but no, the 70s. The 70s are easy for me to get that top. I think the bottom, there's so many great movies that I'm going to be like, fuck, what has to be left out? That's why I think. Can we make a. That's yeah, like that phone. Be, that's phone job number five. Yeah, number five. Still not cracked. But uh, <laughs> uh, for next week's list, can we like figure this shit out right now? Is Godfather counting as one and two? No, you have to separate them. Okay. So not two, not this trilogy slot, shit that you did. That's two slots on the list. Yeah, so, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think, uh, how many mafia movies do we have in the? In the 70s? Yeah, I don't have that many mafia movies. a few that I have that I might have on this list. I think there's one more that I might have. Oh, yeah, there's one more. But, um. I can't <laughs> think of another mafia movie. That I don't want to, I, don't, I will yeah. say it now. You'll see next week. But, um. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. The fact that you, you know, you know, Deer Hunter and stuff like that, so yeah. you're you're good to go with that. The '80s, I think the '80s are going to be. It is going to be hard. I think you know what? I think the '80s are probably one of the worst decades in film. Outside, before I get Jen or anyone that loves the '80s kills me. I'm not talking about the Brat Pack. I'm not talking about those fun comedies. I'm talking about like 
top notch classic great movies. Picture of the year kind of they kind of Yeah. Thing. That's why I think the eighties are gonna be my I'm gonna the guys what the nineties are for guys are what the eighties are for me. So I think the eighties for me might have more of that Oh the teen movies? Yeah. Okay. Because I prefer eighties teen movies over nineties teen movies. Wow. You don't think so? Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Breakfast Club. I'm a 90s kid, too. I definitely prefer the 90s team movies. So, I mean, but that that should be the fun thing with this entire list. You'll get a list from all four of us, and it should be a nice, fun time. Yep. So, for this week's nice and tight episode, it kind of goes with Dunkirk, right? A nice, Nice, tight, tight. straight to the point episode of Rural Chronicles. I am David. I'm Lewis. Shout out to guys at Comic-Con and... Jen watching Gossip Girl. See you next week, kiddos. See you next week. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter to get all the Comic-Con updates. Yes, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Yes, at RealTalkInc underscore. Underscore. Have a good week, kids. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at RealTalkInc.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.